Hello and welcome to another episode of The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Guys and gals, it is June 9th already, June 9th. This is episode 138 you are here for. We have, think about it for a second. We have 137, <laughs> that's right, 137 of this here episodes around. Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, previous to this. This is 138. So, hey, if this is your first time here, I am BP, host of The Heart of a Villain, and your host to the, you know, all the goodness, all the goodness that's going to happen over the next hour or so. We've got a lot of fun. A lot of fun coming up here. We have, I'm telling you what, in sometimes these weekends happen where we have more than one event. And this weekend is one of those rare ones where we have three multi chapter events going on in BV circles around the world. And as far as I know, in addition to those three multi chapter events, we have one other chapter who's celebrating their seven year anniversary. So, What we're going to do tonight is sit down, buckle up. (laughs) We've got three good interviews talking about the three multi-chapter events that we've got coming up this weekend. Of course, I'm talking about Knox Villains. I'm talking about the West Coast meet here in the States, those two. And then, of course, I was so happy to get a hold of Danny over over in London to talk about. He's probably asleep right now, by the way. So most of those guys over there are probably asleep right now. (laughs) <laughs> so they don't even know, or, or they'll just catch this on the on the recorded version, I guess. But talking with Danny from London about Villain Fest Five, and I, I mean to tell you, stay tuned for that because if you haven't paid attention at all to or seen any of the posts from London or any of the chapters, of the guys that are going to Villain Fest Five. Um, I mean to tell you, it's a little different than the types of multi-chapter events that we do here. Uh, if you're if you're familiar with the way most events here in the states go, you have it's a weekend, right? So the big multi-chapter events, you have a meet and greet on a Friday night, Saturday, sometime around anywhere between noon to two o'clock, you have a flag shoot, and then what else? You have the ramp up to the event. Sometimes the event starts in the afternoon and ends, and then you have party afterwards. Sometimes it ramps up, and then the party the event is actually in the evening. And ends, and then there's an after party. But that's kind of the way of, way of things. Not so. <laughs> Not so with Villain Fest 5. Uh, I, I just look forward to, to uh, being able to talk with him, share my interview with him, because it's, it's a unique, it's a unique, unique way of, of doing things. And they've, they've got this thing down to a science, apparently, and it's, it's, a tight, it's a tight run ship. And it's only one day, but just wait. Just wait. That's all I gotta say. Uh, just stay tuned to hear how they how they do it. It should be the envy of us all. Uh, <laughs> but hey, what works is what works. So, um, but hey, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, I want to get in. I don't want to. I don't want to dilly dally too much here. I want to get right into some of this merch, and then we're just gonna kick things off because, like I said, we've got three interviews tonight 
talking about some events. Uh, again, like I said, the big the big multi chapter events this weekend starting the and I think in in each one of these cases people are already starting to come into town on a Thursday at these locations. I know for sure there's people in London that are already in town for Fill and Fest, and I know for sure there's people already in town for uh, Knox Villains. So I'm assuming the same thing's happening at the West Coast meet. But as I said, we're going to be talking uh, about the West Coast meet. We're going to be talking about Knox Villains. We're going to be talking about the Villain Fest 5. But I don't want to undermine and uh, not mention as well, BVIN, Bearded Villains Indiana chapter, the original Indiana chapter, is celebrating their seven-year anniversary this weekend as well. So they're having an event uh, in Indianapolis area. They're doing a charity function as well. So congratulations to them on their seven-year anniversary as well. So, guys, let's get into some merch real quick, some of the merch that's still out there, some new merch this week that's popped in. So get your crayons, your pencils, your pens, papers, whatever you need to do so you can write this stuff down. All right. So merch, chapter merch, guys. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's, let's roll in and first things first, this is the last chance. I saw this as a post last chance pre-order last chance pre-order for the bearded villain, Southern Maryland bearded villain, Southern Maryland, their red shield two year anniversary patch and their villains assemble t-shirt $25 for the t-shirt $10 for the patch. All good times available at BVSOMD. Dot com. Last chance to get that thing. Uh, BV Southern Maryland merch through the ball game there. Next up, Chattanooga. I can't wait to get this thing in my hand this weekend because hopefully I'll be getting it directly from the man himself, <laughs> Mr. Dave Ramsey. But Smoky Mountain Villains, Smoky MTN Villains dot com is where you can get this. Now, remember, this is the Chattanooga patch but it's being sold to help them out. It's being sold on the Smoky Mountain page. So SmokyMTNVillains.BigCartel.com for the inaugural, the very first BV Chattanooga patch. $12. Moving on, Bearded Villains Chicago. I think they're still doing this sale here for their American Cancer Society t-shirt and patch. The patch is $12, or you can get the patch and a t-shirt in a combo for $24.99. Hit up the BVC boys, Bearded Villains Chicago, for further information. Bearded Villains over there in Pennsylvania East, PennsylvaniaVillainsEast.BigCartel.com is where you're going to go for the Warrior Patch. This will be the last time I mention this guy. I think there's still some of these out there. BV Pennsylvania East, the Warrior Patch. Remember, these proceeds go to help out Brother Ty over there. Next up, we have the North Georgia Boys, the North Georgia with their dog days of summer. I love to say it that way, even if it annoys people. I don't care. Dog days of summer, D-A-W-G. Days of summer, 2022 shirt. It's a, um, looks like June 19th is the, the cutoff date here, boys and girls. So it's coming up. The combo with the shirt and the patch is $30. The shirt alone is $25. Kind of OD green. That's what you want. Grab that thing. Grab that thing. North Georgia coming coming in strong with the OD colors. And don't forget about the BV NSW patch. It's kind of like a, I don't know, marked up graffiti looking hashtag BV NSW 
from some of our boys south of the border, way down there, way down under. BVNSW, $15 going to their charity causes as well. What's we got next? Let's see. This is brand new this week. Brand new this week. And, and I say here in the logo or in the, uh, in the little split screen, shirts, shirts, and more shirts. <laughs> Richmond, BV Richmond coming in strong with just about every, every version or color of a shirt with their logo on it that you can possibly want. We got purple. We got sand or tan. We've got maroon. We got Irish green. I call it Kelly green, but hey, Irish green. Royal blue, red, and black has their logo in big, bold print on the back. It's going to be a good time if you get one of these shirts. I'm looking. I think I'm looking at the red one or the maroon one. It looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. BVRichmond.BigCartel.com. These shirts are $20 to $25 depending on your size. If you got a fluffy size, if you got a big boy size, you're going to be on the upper end of that, $25. $20 to $25. BVRichmond.BigCartel.com is where you can get any one of these or more than one of these. If you want shirts, shirts, and more shirts, BV Richmond comes to play. All right, three-star villains. Check this out now. If you were at or you remember hearing about this, got to give a quick shout-out. Three-star villains are doing a charity patch for a warrior named Renee. Now, if you recall at their anniversary party earlier this year at the Smoky Mountain anniversary party this year, uh, Renee, who has been a BV supporter like none other, she's been awesome. Um, she suffered a medical emergency and because of the medical emergency, she's been able to uh, recover. But because of that, there's some medical bills that need to be taken care of in the the uh, three-star villains are coming out strong here with a $13 Heart Warrior patch for Renee. $13. You can get this at threestarvillains.bigcartel.com. Help, help them out, raise some money for Renee. Threestarvillains.bigcartel.com is where you go for that guy. Next up, I think this is the last one I have. I do not. I reached out to these boys in eastern Washington I saw this on IG. I made a, I made sure I took a screenshot of it. I have no idea where to go for this because they've since changed their IG page to indicate a link for the West Coast meet. So I don't know. How, just I would reach out to Eastern Washington if you want to try and reach out and find out if this Pride patch is still available. I saw it on IG pop up, $12 presale, um, but I don't have any further information for you on that, but... That's what I've got so far, guys, on Chapter Merch. Okay, so like I said before, if for some reason I missed a Chapter Merch item that you're raising money specifically for, I do apologize. Um, I try not, I can't get every merch thing in there, but if something new pops up or something specific for a specific cause comes in, um, I try to get it get it on the get it on the books here at least for a couple weeks. So that is what they say is that for sure. Okay, guys. So uh, as I said, we're going to be talking with uh, some of our brothers here coming up about both Knox Villains, about the West Coast Meet, and also the Villain Fest Five that's coming up. And I want to get you guys in here the first interview that I've got coming up here is going to be with Jason. 
talking about Knox villains. So please enjoy this. Listen to the details. If you're going to Knox villains or you're still kind of up in the air right now, he's going to give you some details that you need to know about. And this is him. Well, this week we are going to be going to Knox Villains. It is one of two big events, big, big events going on in the BV world this weekend. There's a few others, but you can't say anything's much bigger this weekend than Knox Villains or the West Coast Meet. And I'm going to Knox Villains, and to join me today, talking to me a little bit about what is going to be going on, what we can expect, to share in a little bit of the excitement about what's going on for Knox Villains this weekend Please help me welcome the co-captain, Jason, from Smoky Mountain Villains. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. How are you? I am fan-freaking-tastic, man. Just a few days away. By the time people are watching this, it'll be a day or so away, depending on what their travel plans are. So um, Very. I- I'm looking forward to it. But before, I know we're going to talk about Friday of Friday night, Saturday night, all the different stuff, but before... Before we get into that, I'm just curious. Um, it's been a it's been a very interesting year for Smokey uh, this year, uh, with some transitions going on. Um, you guys were a much larger chapter at Knox Villains last year. Um, can you can, can you can you talk to me a little bit about what that's that that kind of transition's been like for you, and then preparation for moving into this year for the event. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, there wasn't really a huge transition at all. Uh, it's really been um, business as usual since the split. Um, we, had, we had some really good officers in place at the time uh, that have all since stepped up, and it's just, like I said, business as usual. Awesome, awesome. Well, I know one of the things that's always impressed those of us that have gone – two Knox villains. And though I, I say those of us, not just everybody, I think everybody that goes in attendance is, you know, gets something different from the event, but being a captain from another chapter who, you know, has to manage events and, and take care of different things too. I look at, I look at things a little differently. And one of the things I've always enjoyed about going to Knox villains is that the way that it's run is very efficient and, it's all hands on deck. You don't really see, you know, too much of the wondering what's going on or wondering if is everybody doing a job or something like that. That's that's the captain in me saying, you know, because you're always looking for, you know, is there is there anything that can be done? Is there anything we can do? But also because you guys have run that event so well for so long, it's it's nice to kind of take take a page out of your you know out of your book to see how how well you guys are running things. So. That's why I asked about the the transition part of it because you have a few less people this year, I would think, um, but you're still status quo, ready to go, huh? Uh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Knox Villains is a uh, it's a pretty big one for a lot of us. Uh, some of us have some more uh, personal ties to it. Knox um, Villains is actually the whole reason that I decided to join Smoky Mountain uh, back in twenty fifteen. Uh, my son was diagnosed autistic right before his third birthday. So uh, autism and autism awareness, something really near and dear to me, uh, a couple other guys in our chapter as well. So we definitely um, do our best to make sure that it's smooth sailing all the way. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. Um, it, you don't get a chance to sometimes ask some of those uh, more in-depth questions, especially of parents who, of, of children who are autistic. But if, if, if I were to ask you, what is probably the biggest misconception about um, an autistic child? What, what, what is something that you could say, you know, just to kind of enlighten people that aren't, aren't real aware of what that means? Um, I, I would tell them the same thing that I, I say all the time. Uh, it, it's not a disability. Um, it's a completely different set of abilities. I love that. Um, you know, my nonverbal. Um, so it's, it, it's forced me kind of in a good way to, to think outside of the box as far as how to communicate with him and learn to listen with more than just my ears. Um, but I mean, he's just every person, adult child that I've ever met with autism. Uh, it's just an amazing person. I mean, they're capable of so much. They're using a part of their brain and processing things, um, in a way that we just can't fathom, you know, and it's, it, it's an incredible thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's, what my experience with, I've, I've, I've experienced, you know, uh, children, adults, you know, you, you go through the gamut of different ages uh, of, of people with autism. And one of the coolest things I think when I say cool, I, I love, I love the outlook, the way that you, you describe it. It's not a, it's not a disability. It's so cool to see because there's times where you it's just to see their mind work and to see, you know, it is it's and, and every single person that I've I will. Well, let me say this. No two people that I've ever met that have been diagnosed as autistic are the same. It's not like, you know, there's just this wallpaper up and this is the way things are. Um, it's they're They're all so unique. And it allows them to show unique parts of their personality in a way, like you said, that, that other people don't. Very true. I love that. Okay. So I love the personal connection and um, that's, that's really cool. And I know we're going to be, we're going to get into uh, who it does benefit, who Knoxville's the money goes to, to benefit uh, here in just a few minutes, but boy, we're a few days away. Um, can you give us a little bit of a lowdown on the plan of attack, the schedule of events for, uh, for Knox villains as it goes? Uh, absolutely. So, uh, Friday night, uh, we'll be having the meet and greet. Um, it's not really going to be a specific location as much as it will be a centralized location. Um, you know, those of you that have been to Knox villains before, um, no market square. It's right across the street from the crown plaza, uh, where we'll be holding the event. Um, there are tons of restaurants and bars and just really cool settings, uh, where, you know, all the villains, all the villainettes, anybody that's coming down, um, a lot of good opportunities for some good hangouts. Um, just some good fellowship. Awesome. Yeah, that's kind of that'll be kind of like a bar crawl scenario, <laughs> where it's just you just you just kind of make a loop if you want to, and uh, you may come across different people that are hanging out at different at different locations as you're making a big loop there. 
Absolutely. I like that. All right, so moving on into Saturday then. Uh, so Saturday, we will be meeting for pictures um, on the steps going down into Market Square. Uh, we'll be meeting up at 2 o'clock uh, for pictures. Um, bring your flags. We're going we're gonna to get everybody represented in that picture. We want to let them know um, just how big it is, you know, how many people love coming down there, how many people we love have show up to our event. Um, we're going to get the doors open on the event at around 530. Uh, once we can get in there after the pictures and get everything set up, uh, ready to roll, and we're going to try to kick off at around 6. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I, is the, the event itself, um, the actual beard competition and event, is going to be held at the actual hotel in one of the big rooms, right? Absolutely. Uh, the Crown Plaza Ballroom, yes. That's so convenient. So convenient. Uh, another unique part, you know, a lot of the different events you go to, you got your hotels that are close, but you're still either driving, walking, or Ubering, or whatever you got to do uh, to get over to the event. And just the the fact that you can just have a great time at the event and then just either go after crawl. the event, you know, crawl to bed or crawl back out to Market Square or whatever you want to do. It's awesome. Try to make it as convenient as we can. It's great. It's great. I will say the parking's a little bit sometimes an issue at the hotel. <laughs> But if that's the worst, if that's the worst thing, then <laughs> then that's not much. That's not much. Yeah, the park the parking there is a little wonky, but it's not horrible. No, it's not. It it just takes you a second to the first time you do it. You're like, wait, the parking's where? <laughs> where am I supposed to go? And then wait, how do I get back into the? How do I get? Yeah. Once you figure it out, you're you're good to go. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me, um, we we're it's a it's a big event. Lots of people there. Um, can you, do you have the, the, uh, people for people that aren't aware exactly like what they're, what they need to be in in store for, for the event itself, as far as beard competition categories, do you have those with you by chance uh, that you can run down the different categories? Got them right up here. All right. So if you can go ahead and run down the categories of, so people can be prepared in advance, get your grooming on, get, get all your trimming done. So you're ready to go. Absolutely. So we're going to have a one to three, uh, a four to eight, um, nine to 12. We're going to have an over 12 category, um, full beard with styled mustache. We're going to have a partial beard category, uh, freestyle, which is probably one of my favorite categories. I love seeing what people come up with. Uh, we're also going to be doing the Whiskerina category and the kids creative category. Awesome. Yeah. I love, I love seeing the kids. Uh, the kids creative is always fun and the Whiskerina, well, you know what you know, I mean, it's, that's always a good time, but having the kids there, it's always a really good time to see that they get so excited just to be up on the stage and doing their thing. And um, absolutely a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. A lot of fun. That's great. Now the partial beard, I'm assuming that would be, does that qualify for what you guys are talking about, like whalers and stuff like that as well? Definitely, yeah. Okay. Now, will I always have to ask this because every once in a while you hear little comments. Will there be somebody at the registration desk measuring people? 
to make sure you know which category you're in. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Okay. So don't try to cheat, boys and girls. If you are nine inches, you're not going to fit in that four to eight category. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not at all. All right. That's great. That's great. Okay. So who do we have in store to be our judges that are going to be judging everybody with their glorious beards and non-beards and fake beards and whatnot? So we actually have a really good, uh, really good lineup on our judges. Uh, first off, he is the owner of the bearded barber barber shop, uh, actually right here in Sevierville, Tennessee, uh, Justin Johnson. Uh, then we have Mike Riggs who is out at Broadway barbershop in Knoxville. And last and certainly not least, we're going to have Stacy Miller. She is the president of the East Tennessee Autism Society. All right. I love that. It's good to have the vested interest with the person that's there to represent the organization that receiving the funds. And absolutely kind of, it seems like every once in a while, it's different beard comps you go to. It's kind of a novel idea anymore. You actually have people that know beards. <laughs> I hate when I go someplace and you have somebody that has no, no, no interest in or knowledge of beards, but they're judging a beard competition. Never understand. Well, this will actually will actually be her second year uh, judging for us. So uh, yeah. I think I think she's got an idea of what to look for by now. Oh yeah, no, she she was great because uh, she was there last year, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, absolutely. And I remember talking to her about she actually. I mean, because I was talking to her for the podcast a little bit, and I know when I was when I was talking to her, she was just like, "Yeah, I love the." And then she went into great detail a couple of times on you know, the specifics on why she liked somebody's beard or something like that. And it was, it was much better than just, it looked neat, you know? So she's, she's taking a vested interest in doing it. So I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I would get a little, if I heard a judge say, oh yeah, it looks really neat. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and you, I mean, we all know it's for charity. When you do these events, they're for charity and you can't get too caught up in the, the you know the competition aspect of it but if you're going to compete you'd like at least to be you have a fair shake at it and when you have an entire judging panel of people i've been to beard comps where one of the judges admittedly doesn't even like facial hair (laughs) and i was like why would you even use that person as a judge but hey what are you gonna do what are you gonna do uh, having an interview process for potential judges comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they don't like beards, don't have them as a judge. That's true. Um, so do you guys have any uh, plans for Sunday, like going away, any kind of brunch or anything, you know, like a send-off thing? Um, Sunday, I've always kind of noticed Sunday is usually just, um, you know, people just kind of doing their own thing. Um, you know, there's, um, there's always some people that hang out in the hotel for a little bit before, uh, you know, going their separate ways. There's usually always a group of people to get together and, you know, go to breakfast or something like that before hitting the road. So it's, uh, pretty much just play it by ear. Okay. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, I still have here, actually, it's pretty funny. Um, I still have the business card here on my desk um, 
from the East from the Autism Society of East Tennessee. I'm assuming that's who is being represented, and the benefit the the proceeds are going to again this year. Absolutely. Tell me about if you can a little bit about that partnership you've had with them. Well, uh, from the first Knox Villains that I attended, which was back in 2019, um, they've just been they've been amazing uh, to be partnered up with. Um, Candace, who is the, the representative from the autism society that we, that we work the closest with. Um, she has been just absolutely wonderful as far as helping us get the venue locked up, um, getting the ballroom, anything we needed. Um, I mean, she even tried to help us, um, she even tried to help us get a, a, a very special, guest judge this year uh we were going to try to get the mayor of knoxville uh for those of you that don't know the mayor of knoxville tennessee is former wwe superstar kane um (laughs) really i didn't know that absolutely glenn jacobs aka kane is the mayor of knoxville tennessee um so we 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 shot our shot um (laughs) Uh, unfortunately we weren't able to get him. Um, but I mean, that's just the links that they're willing to go through to us ensure that we can put on the best event that we can. Uh, how cool is it that they, I mean, Candace is a representative of them, but the, that they are, that they are partnering up with you, not as we just want to be happy and be there as the support as you know, cause you're giving us money. They're actually acting as a partner to help organize and to ensure that this is a super successful event. You, you honestly do not see that kind of cooperation. It seems like uh, too often because these organizations that are benefits, the beneficiaries of the, the proceeds, a lot of times they just, they show up because it's your event and they don't, but it's very, very, that's super, super cool that, that she wanted to be a part of helping to make sure and ensure it and um, ensure its success and, and actually be a part of that. That's awesome. Um, she's always been very hands-on, um, and we usually hear from her not long after our anniversary event in January um, where she's just asking, okay, what do you need? What can I do? What do you want to get the ball rolling on? Are we switching locations this year? Are we in the same location? Okay, good. I've got a guy over there I can talk to. Just anything and everything we've needed. She has just been on point with it. Great. That's such a great partnership. I love it. Um, Okay, so before I let you go, um, I always give people the opportunity. You don't have to give anything away, but sometimes – at these larger events, there's some surprises or there's uh, some surprise raffle items or cool little trinkets or trophy item or something that you want to spill the beans on. If there's anything you want to tease, I'm going to let you have, have the floor to do so. So, uh, of course, we are going to have raffles. Um, we are going to have the 50-50 as well. Um, we are going to be having our live auction. Um I'm not going to spill the beans on anything. Um, 
just because I'm a little bit of a fan of making people sweat it out in that aspect. Um, but I can tell you, uh, I can tell your listeners, there are going to be some very incredible um, handmade items that have been donated to us by some brothers and some sisters um, that they're not going to want to miss out on. All right. So bring the cash is what you're saying. <laughs> cash For money. Cash money, cash money. Oh, that that does remind me. Um, registration is how much? Registration is $15, and that is 18 and up. Okay. So everybody that's under 18 is free? Wow. Okay. And registration is, is the same as... Um, if you're just coming in to be a part of the event or if you're competing, it doesn't matter. It's still 15, right? Or Absolutely. 18, or whatever you said it was. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so people can be prepared. Is Do they need to make sure that they're bringing cash or do you have other payment methods that you're going to be accepting for things? Uh, we will. Uh, we do have the chapter's uh, cash app set up. Uh, so we will be accepting cash app as well. All right. So those of you who are staunch supporters of that other PP program, uh, you'll have to make other arrangements or bring cash because it's not a friend of the Smoky Villains. <laughs> the Smoky Mountain. Not a friend. Hates the PP. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. More and more are saying the same thing. So, uh, But, hey, I'm so looking forward to this, man. Uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be well attended like it always is. Uh, can't say enough about the the efforts that you guys go to, and I'm sure you'll kill it like you have in the past. We're going to do our best. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you in a few days. And uh, anything else you want to say to the listeners before we take off? Um, safe travels to everybody coming in, and uh, we will see you all Friday. All right. All right, Jason, thanks so much for being here, and uh, I'll see you in a few days, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, take care. You too. All right. Well, hey, that was Jason. That was Jason. Smoky Mountain Villains. Knox Villains is the place. Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend. Party's already started with some people. Uh, quick addendum for those of you listening to the podcast. If you are planning on going to Knox Villains, um, he called me up a little earlier today just to let me know, hey, uh, I'm not sure exactly what I said on the interview, but uh, just for clarification, doors are going to open on Saturday at 4.30, and they're hoping for the beard comp to start at 5. So <clears throat> that may be a slight change from what he said in the interview, but doors are going to open at 4.30 uh, at the beard comp on Saturday, and they're planning on the thing starting at 5 o'clock. So, there's that. Now, next up, I'm going to have an interview with uh, Aaron, who is a current lieutenant out there uh, with his chapter, West Washington. And we're going to be, he's going to be talking to us about uh, the West Coast meet that's coming up. But real quick, I just want to give a shout-out. Uh, I don't get a chance to do this too often, especially for non-bearded villains-related stuff. I ordered a couple of hats from a high school buddy of mine that um, – He's a firefighter in Indianapolis, and he has come out with a line of hats to <clears throat> give back uh, proceeds, some of the proceeds of which go back to mental health awareness um, initiatives. 
And so one of the things that he did was, um, I'm wearing one right now, um, and here's another one I bought. And they are, I don't know what you call this style of hat, dad hat, camper hat, or whatever you do, um, kind of the low, the low slung, low profile hats. But they're super comfortable, not on, on t- I mean, as, as a general rule. But the very interesting and cool personalized thing that they do is being that he is a firefighter of uh, 20 years, they use decommissioned fire hoses, um, pieces of them, and stitch them on as with a band on the front. And then they will they do the artwork for whatever it is on the hat. Um, so they're currently selling, you know, ones for that you know are, are symbolic of Indiana, uh, but they do custom orders as well. And so one of the things I had done in a red hat, uh, in a maroon colored hat, was my chapter logo name or numbers or letters. I'm sorry, uh, logo letters B V N I. Uh, so. It's a very sturdy hat. It's kind of a unique piece, um, but I wanted to give a big shout-out to these guys. He's not in Bearded Villains, but if you're looking for a unique piece, a uh, unique hat that's something different, um, that can be custom-made and have what you want on it um, and support great causes uh, done by a firefighter, uh, you can reach them on Instagram at Clutch and Kindle. Clutch and Kindle, C-L-U-T-C-H and Kindle. Or you can reach them on their website at clutchandkindle.com, C-L-U-T-C-H-A-N-D-K-I-N-D-L-E, clutchandkindle.com, or clutchandkindle on Instagram. Uh, very cool stuff. Go out and check them out, please. Uh, I love these hats. They're, they're sweet. So that's that. All right, moving on. So let's get to the West Coast meet and finish up the stuff, the big multi-chapter meets that are happening this week here in the United States before we get over to the other side of the pond over in London. But this is Aaron, and uh, <laughs> he he alerted me after the fact, uh, about halfway through, that where he lives, his Wi-Fi is terrible. <laughs> I, would have, I would have instructed him to go elsewhere, but we got the interview through. Uh, but here's my interview with Aaron talking about the West Coast meet. Well, boys and girls... We have, as I've said before, three big meets all around the world going on at once this weekend, and one of them is the West Coast Meet in Seattle, Washington, hosted by two different chapters in Washington. Here with us today from one of those chapters, West Washington, is Aaron. He's going to tell us a little bit about what what we can expect and anybody can expect that's planning on going to the West Coast Meet this weekend in Seattle. Aaron, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm awesome, man. I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a bit since I've been able to talk to you. I know usually it's a, it's a late night multi-chat with 15, 16 other people we're, <laughs> we're chiming in on, having some drinks and whatnot. But uh, how have things been for you? Oh, so far so good. You know, just lots of work. Been keeping busy with that. Uh, the, the West has definitely taken up a lot of our time. Uh, not mine particularly. I've, I, I've, I've helped out a little bit, but honestly, the uh, captains and co-captains of the chapters have been doing a majority of the of the groundwork, and those guys. Um, I already know Jeffrey's hair is pretty white, but it's gotten a lot whiter in the last couple of days. Troy, he's just shaving his head because it just keeps falling out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's why they do. That's why the captains and co-caps depend on everybody else to help out. But what's that been right? like? I mean, ever since you guys 
found out that, hey, uh, Seattle's going to be the place and we're going to be involved in hosting this thing called the West Coast Meet. Uh, how's that been? Well, when I found out about it, and I, I want to say uh, late January, or early February, it was it was really exciting. I was really stoked. It's like, all right, you know, it's in my own, it's in my home state. I can actually go to this meet because you know I, I can't afford to travel too often. So I was really excited about that. And then I got voted in as um, the lieutenant for our chapter. And then the the gravity situation really hit me, and I was like, oh god, what the hell did I do? <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's it's been fun, but man, it has been one hell of a process. I mean, just find getting the venue lined up, all of the stuff, especially with COVID still being a thing. It's been a, it's been a giant pain in the butt, but we've gotten, you know, everything nailed down. <clears throat> Venues taken care of charities are, are, are on lock. It, it, we're excited for it, but I think we're more excited for it to just be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can, I really can. You know, it's funny this we're, we're still in this. I mean, I know even though we feel like in our personal lives, that COVID's a little bit behind us now and all we're when we're hosting these meets with the, the chapters that are hosting these meets, like within the next couple of months, for the most part, these venues that you're at, this may be the first event of, of that style of that type that these event places have held since COVID in, in a lot of cases um, of this size. So there is still some, you know, tentativeness, I'm sure on the, on the part of these, these locations to try and get these things nailed down and all, but, um, has, has, has the preparation, do you think been pretty smooth for the most part? I know it's been stressful. You sit a little bit on, on your shoulders, just knowing, okay, now we have to do this thing. It's great to be announced that you have it, but now you have to have to do it. Yeah, no, no, it's gone. It's gone actually, you, you know, as in, this is the first meet I've ever attended or been a part of like kind of planning, um, it went fairly smoothly, honestly. We got we got the venue locked down relatively early. You know, got the the space saved. Um, the biggest issue is just trying to deal with like you know what the mask mandates are going to be, and you know uh, um, stuff like stuff of that nature. You know, it's like getting the the charities and stuff on on board was wasn't really that big of a deal as far as I know. But just trying to figure out what the what the state and local mandates are going to be has been our biggest issue. Okay. So let's, while you, while you're there, let's talk a little bit about that. What, what types have you heard? I mean, is there specific mandates Are masks going to be required in certain spots or anything like that? What's the, what, what kind of mandates are are everybody going to be dealing with? I live in Snohomish County. So mask mandates aren't a thing in in my County, but um, Seattle is King County. So as far as I know, I I think masks are still a thing. I am not 110% sure. I'd say just keep one in your back pocket just in case. Okay. All right. Other, so other, everything seemed to light has lightened up quite a bit in the last few months. Wow. Okay. So there's still mandatory, mandatory masks some places in King County. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but each business is responsible for their own thing. So it's, it's like, you know, each, each if the business wants you to wear masks, then you wear masks. But as far as I know, I don't think we really have to. Okay. All right. Well, let's finger fingers crossed because we've we've done a few of those different meetups where everybody had to kind of tiptoe around the tulips of mask wearing and everything like everything else. And I know we're just get we're just ready to get back to all of our hugs and handshakes and everything else that we can do. We, we got enough hand sanitizer. We can sanitize the hell out of the stuff. 
right? We'll, we'll sanitize the whole place. You know, I don't think the, the handshakes and hugs is going to stop. No, let's hope <laughs> not, man. Let's hope not. Otherwise, what are we doing it for, right? Um, well, I know that, let me just ask you this, just a personal question is, uh, is Seattle as a, as a city typically, is it always like on the pricier end of things? Cause I noticed when I started looking yeah. at, when I was still tossed up, whether or not I was going to try to make West coast meet or Knox villains this weekend, mm-hmm. I looked at, and I was, I realized, holy cow, it's like double hotel fare is like double the amount over in Seattle than it was plus airfare and everything else. So that, that kind of made the decision for me. Uh, it was a cost yeah. issue for me, but is, is that always the case in Seattle? Cause I've, I've never been to Seattle. I'd love to go, but it just Pretty seemed much. like the hotels were super pricey compared to everything else. Yeah. And if you, if you, unfortunately, if you stay anywhere in the city, it's going to be, it's going to be a little, little pricey. Um, I would suggest you know look, look to the to the outer regions. You know your your shoreline, Northgate, Everett areas. It's a little bit more of a drive, but the the uh, prices are going to be a little bit more reasonable. Okay, so if you are listening to this and you're still tossed up and you're trying to decide if you can make it or not, hit hit up one of the guys with the uh, East or West Washington chapters, and they'll kind of guide you in the direction of where you can try and find some place, hopefully a little bit less expensive, but more of a drive to get there. Yeah, anywhere okay. in the in the major city is good, just going to cost a little bit extra. Yeah, no, there's no doubt there. Well, for anybody that's coming, um, give us a little bit of a lowdown on what they can expect. Uh, if everybody's if somebody's coming into town on Friday, um, I know you have things planned throughout the weekend, but What's what's kind of your schedule of events or your itinerary for the weekend? Well, let me pull up my notes here, my handy dandy notebook. Um, we actually have quite a few things planned. Let's see here. So, anybody coming um, in tomorrow at six p.m. We have a mini golf and beer at the Flat Six Pub in Kirkland. Nice. Um, that kind of that, that, you know, I, I expect more local guys to be there than anything. Um, but uh, Friday, we also have a 5 p.m. meetup at Dick's Drive-In on Broadway, you know, just for some some good old-fashioned Dick's Burgers. And then uh, at 6 p.m., we're going to be meeting at the Optimism Brewery. And uh, at 8 p.m., we're going to do flag shoot, uh, a flag shot at a Volunteer Park, and that's just Friday. Okay, so Saturday morning, we are meeting at the Fountain in Seattle Center uh, at about 11 a.m. to do some flag shoot stuff. Uh, at 2 p.m., the beard comp and sign-in um, officially kind of kicks off. And then at 7 o'clock, it's the official the award ceremony uh, for, for all of us champions. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one. I've, I've never placed in a comp. I'm, I'm trying to get at least third. Okay. But um, <laughs> and then, uh, on Sunday, we're going to kind of all just mull it over and see who wants to get breakfast and do a, a, a grand send-off to all those people who were kind enough to journey their way up to Western Washington. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I, it's interesting. You're doing actually two different flag shoot availabilities, one on a Friday night. Um, I'm not familiar with the location you said that there, where that's going to be. Is it, a, is it a kind of a cool scenic area for a nighttime flag shoot? Well, on Friday night. Yeah, that one will be a pretty cool shot. Um, I'm personally, I'm more excited about the uh, Saturday morning shot. The fountain in Seattle center is really cool shot and it, it'll be it makes for some uh, real cool pictures awesome awesome all right 
So the the beard competition's on Saturday. Um, what do you guys have anything special planned as far as like uh, special categories or anything? Is it tip, the typical categories uh, for the beard? Competition? It, it, it's it's pretty standard categories, you know, best under eight, best under ten and twelve, yada yada yada. Um, we got a whaler category, a whiskerina, for so that the ladies can you know do the old build beard sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, we got we got a bunch of uh, raffle items that have come in from all over the place. Uh, Vaughn sent. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what he sent, but he sent some patches that are are, are they go for a pretty penny in the auctions. Very nice. Um, Bunch of the uh, brothers have donated stuff um, as far as patches, hats, T-shirts, stuff like that goes. we got some gift packages that have um, both Eastern and Western Washington have kind of put together for to, to raffle off. Um, so it's going to be fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, the one question when we start talking about raffles that I always have to ask, just so people that are that I that I can make aware of it in, adis- in, in advance, I'd like to. Um, what do you have any idea what types of payments you guys are going to be accepting on Saturday so people can prepare and know, oh, this one's out. You don't I, accept this one or anything like that. I believe the raffle stuff is going to be all cash, um, and we're going to have two different types of raffles. We're going to have, I believe, a 5 and a $10 ticket, um, $5 for the more common stuff. Some of the patches and stuff that have been donated are, again, on the rarer side, so those will probably go for a $10 raffle ticket price. Um but like I said, I've I've just got an idea of some of the stuff that is showing up, and already I plan on spending quite a bit of money on raffle tickets just myself. <laughs> okay, all right. So if you go to the West Coast meet, just plan on bringing cash. Don't worry about any of your your apps that offer funding, different things. Just do the cash thing. Bring the cash, and hey, just plan on spending a bunch because it's going for charity, right? Yeah, all of all the proceeds go to um, Seattle Children's Hospital. That's our. That's the charity we're we're tied to for the event. So, all, ticket prices, raffle tickets, all that stuff, straight to Seattle Children. Children's hospitals, I love them. I was I was a, uh, I was a patient in a in the in one of the best known Indian or children's hospitals in Indianapolis area, uh, in the Midwest mm-hmm. myself growing up. So, um, I can say thank you to all, to the children's hospitals, especially uh, for sure, man. Um, are you familiar with a whole lot of what that, are they just an all around, just awesome children's hospital? Do you know much about them? No, Seattle children's, they take care of, uh, kids, uh, you know, with all, all different types of ailments. I, I believe they work hand in hand with Ronald McDonald house who we've done charity with, uh, charity work for a few times in the last few years. I mean, typically there, there are January charity for our chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but COVID kind of threw a whole monkey wrench into that whole thing. So we haven't been able to go back there in the last couple of years. Um, yeah. We're hoping to go back there uh, next month because um, really that's one of the few charities that, that we've worked for where you can really directly see the people that it's impacting. Yeah. They're sitting right cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's the Ronald McDonald houses. That's, that's one who our chapter also is partnered with. Uh, just this past year for our Halloween event and um, who we mm-hmm. plan to again this year. We have two Ronald McDonald houses uh, in two different hospitals in our area on opposite sides of the state. And um, it's, it's pretty cool to see firsthand the the venue, the type of facilities that they offer. Um, and you, you just have, 
like you've probably noticed, you have this idea in your head about what it is that they do, but um, until you see it in person, it's it's pretty incredible. So Seattle Children's Hospital, um, it's going to be awesome to see what kind of what kind of support you can offer them this weekend, man. That's great. It's great. I'm I'm really excited to see the to see the final tally. Yeah. Well, make sure that you uh, you know you guys tell everybody to post pictures and videos, live live feeds, and different things because there's going to be, like I said, there's a bunch of stuff going on this weekend in the world of BV. And uh, I know aside from aside from you guys at the West Coast meet, there's Nash Vegas, there's Villain Fest Five over in London. I know that in Central Indiana, the BVIN chapter is celebrating their their seven year anniversary. So um, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on in BV circles this year this or this weekend. No, this weekend's going to be going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it, I, I've been looking forward to it for almost six months. <laughs> yeah, well, why wouldn't you know? You've done all the work. Now this is the time. Once you hit tomorrow, I think Thursday is when you want to be able to say, okay, the work's done. Friday's time to just Thursday's your like last work day, hopefully until you actually have to work an event or something. But once the today was day, I I took, I took today, tomorrow and the following Monday off just so I like, I have a couple of days to to prepare Saturday and then two more days, three days to relax and chill out before I have to go back to work. Smart man, smart man. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for taking some time with me. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome time and incredible success with the West coast meet. It's great to see it out there all the way at Seattle. Uh, I'm kind of bummed that I wasn't able to make it. I was really excited when I first heard that it was in Seattle. I was like, okay, I could make that. And then I realized the constraints that that would have thrown on me. So um, we'll see. I really the interview. I really appreciate all the support. I mean, all the guys do. We, we all love your podcast. We listen to you very regularly. Oh, and man. I talk to you almost every. I, yeah. We talk all the time. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure I'll talk to you again in the next, maybe not this weekend because you're going to be busy, but uh, in, in the couple weeks to come, sure. Yep, yep. East Coast media, uh, East Coast chat is always on every Friday. It's it's a good time. It's a good time. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates, right? <laughs> all right, Aaron, thanks so much. Good luck this weekend, and I hope to hear from you soon afterwards to find out all your tallies and all the success you guys have. Oh, yeah. I will definitely keep you posted uh, with all that information. And, again, thank you for all your support, and thanks for the interview, man. I I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, man. Good luck. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Aaron, for taking some time out. Uh, Believe it or not, it was kind of hard to, between two different chapters organizing the West Coast meet, it was difficult to find somebody that was available this week. Um, tried last week, couldn't make it work. And um, I guess they're just busy over there. Uh, but maybe there's some camera shy people. I don't know. Aaron's not. So he jumped on. He said, I'll do it. I'll do it. So thank you, Aaron, so much uh, for taking a few moments out to enlighten us all on the world of West Coast meathood and see what things are going down over there. Um, I'm going to get right in because I know this is this is going to be uh, we're pushing an hour and uh, I know people are already chomping at the bit to get on to other things maybe but hey hey we don't have weekends like this too often and uh, some of you don't get a chance to listen to some of our international guys with accents very often either <laughs> uh, if you're over in the UK he's going to sound pretty normal but uh, and I'm the one that sounds weird so but hey. They've got a cool event this coming weekend, 
Uh, it's a Saturday only event. It's only a, it's only a one day event, and I'm telling you what, they are packing a bunch of stuff in to this event, and I'm I'm watching, and I'm going to hook back up with these guys with Danny after the fact and find out if they were able to stay on task because they've they've got this thing they've got this thing down the the programming that they have set up the schedule of events is down to the minute in some regards and if you've been to one of our events and made a multi-chapter event before you know that's very difficult to do usually you have a a wide variety of time frames and you hope to be in some of that but these guys have it have it down and I'll be interested to see if they're able to to keep it going like they hope but uh, let's let's go over over to London and hear from Danny about Villain Fest Five coming up this Saturday. This weekend, another event. We have several events around the United States, but also to include London this weekend. Villain Fest Five is going on, and it's a jam packed event. I'm telling you what, just wait till you hear about all the stuff they've got going on here. Here today to tell us a little bit about. What they have going on for Villain Fest Five is the captain of BV London, Danny. How you doing, Brian? How are you? You good? You good, my man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I love talking to you whenever I get a chance to. <laughs> I was saying to you the other day, it's nice that it's not two o'clock in the morning here, and I'm three quarters of a bottle away into a bottle of scotch, putting the world to rights. I I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yeah, that usually when we're talking, it's two a.m. Your time and uh, yeah, a little earlier in the evening our time, but yeah, you're you're about ready to go to sleep and just trying to prep yourself for sleep, I guess. <laughs> no controversy this time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, man, I just real quick want to say because uh, I this I think this is the first time you've ac- we've actually spoken since you guys did a kind of a rebranding with London, uh, a new logo, and uh, yeah, th- uh, how how has that been received over there? Because over here I've, I've heard rave reviews about it. Um, well, firstly, obviously, thank you for the help from yourself as well. That was uh, really appreciated. Um, it's, we, 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 we've not really we, we've released it um, imagery wise, but we've not actually started selling any merch um, this weekend. We kind of we've got two hundred patches made, and we've said for people coming to Villain Fest, it's obviously kind of a thank you that for coming to us that they're going to be the first to have a chance to buy them. Um, so we're hoping we're hoping it all looks good. We're hoping people like it. It's different. We wanted to get away from the kind of the skull and crossbones sort of thing. Um, I think it, it served a purpose at one stage, but when we're doing a lot of charity work and a lot of the things we go to, the skull and crossbones seems just a bit of, bit aggressive, bit over the top. So we've kind of made it a bit more, bit more commercial, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's very, it's very bold. It's very, um, there's, it just, it's a very, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the, it's professionally um, prideful, I guess, is what. I guess is one way to think of it. Um, and I love the way that you guys incorporated a, a little nuanced parts of uh, London within the, within the logo. Anytime somebody does something like that, I think it's really cool because it, it really accentuates the city or the location that you guys are from. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole backstory behind it was there's a story in London that if the, the tower of London, if the Ravens ever leave London, then London will fall. So we've kind of taken on the Raven um, and we've also spoke with the Tower of London. There's a gentleman there, a beef eater called the Raven Master, who's um, looking forward to doing some stuff with us as well. So we're going to kind of push it from that angle. They've invited us down to the Tower of London after it closes today for the public. So um, yeah, we, we've got some we've got some cool stuff in the pipeline. 
Wow. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. All right. Can't wait to hear about all that stuff. But this weekend, Villain Fest 5, um, tell, tell everybody if you can, just kind of run down. I know, I know there's, boy, I know, I'll, let me just say this before you say it. The people here in the U.S. Um, are going to be shocked at the number of things that you guys are packing in to just one day. Um, and a lot of times here in the States, I know I'm going, I'm going to Knox villains here in Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend. And not to put a slight on, on the guys, Smoky mountain chapter for, you know, what they're doing. Cause they always run a great event, but it, this is the, the stuff that you're throwing in there is like, <laughs> I don't think it's been thought of or, or maybe done here in the States that I've seen a, in just a one day, much less a two day event. Normally there's a meet and greet. There's the event on Saturday. There might be a flag shoot before the event, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> but you guys, man, tell us, tell everybody about what you guys have planned. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some chapters over here in the states copy this, uh, this idea here. It's 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 great to do. It's it's a lot better when you get bands that are willing to do it really cheap or free, because obviously the idea is to make the charity money. And if you wanted to go too over the top, you could basically. And doing whole and feds and end up with out of pocket. So we've had some really cool. We've got guys in the chapters who are like uh, guitar instructors, drum instructors. So it's like led us on to be able to get some really cool bands. So I think we've got four bands. Um, then we've got a solo artist who's going to like fill in the gaps throughout the day. Uh, we've got a comedian who's going to do some time. So I've not seen that done before. Um, I don't know which way that's going to go, but we'll find out. <laughs> um, we, we're doing a beer competition as well. Um, and we've got like a, a big raffle where we've got prizes like laptops and all sorts. So all the guys have really pushed everything out. And then from about eight o'clock till three o'clock in the night, um, we've got like a local radio DJ who's going to come and do some DJing for us. And then we've got a guy in the chapter called Board and he's going to do some DJing as well. So it's from about 12 o'clock midday till three o'clock the following morning. Wow. Wow. And just, I mean, some people have probably seen this, uh, but I just want to run through. Just to just to tell everybody how packed this is, because you kind of just I, I I know you just kind of washed over it a little bit, but it's from one to two p.m. There's a meet and greet from two p.m. to two forty five flag shoot, which that in a, in and of itself is pretty ambitious to try and do a whole flag shoot in just forty five minutes, because that's like hurting cats sometimes. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I think we've got about seventeen chapters attending as well, so it's going to be a lot of shouting just for that one hour, oh but my. um. Yeah. London's such a cool location or anything like that as well. It, it, it goes quite well. Yeah, you guys, well, there's so much over there that has history and these these ancient, these old buildings and just the, the architecture. And you guys are able to do so many cooler flag, flag shoots than we do here. We just find a set of steps that might look a little bit scenic and that's it because that's all we have some of these places to do. Uh, but I mean, I mean, the, the, the ambition is to always do something nice, but often it's whatever's closest to the pub, so it doesn't always work out that way. Sure. Right, right, right. Uh, well, hell, I've seen sometimes where over there you guys have just closed down streets and just st- stood in the middle of streets and just done big old flag shoots there too. But after your flag shoot, then you have from two forty-five to four thirty the beard competition, which I know that you guys. It seems like the the chapters over in Europe as a whole and, and specifically over in England, I know I've talked about the beard comp is just part of what you do. Guys don't really get too crazy about it. It's just kind of one of those things that helps to raise some money. Yeah. 
and yeah, it's, it's, it's a, part I mean, of the we, day. We, we, we charge, yeah, we charge people to enter, and it's just a bit of fun. Like, it's when, when we're doing it, you're having a laugh the whole time through. I mean, no one's going over the top. Um, it's just how the guys turn up, and it's, it's a bit of fun just to fill the day in. And also, guys that we've not seen before, it's a great way to put them on stage, and they can say a little something about themselves. So, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Um, we don't take it too seriously if people don't win or, or if they lose. It's just part of the day. It's, it's not as like you guys do. It seems to be quite professional. Um, it, it's not that way here. <laughs> but I would love to go to one of yours, so I'm looking forward to being able to come over to one of those someday. So after your beard competition, then you have the comedian from 4.30 to 4.50. From 5 p.m. to 5.30, you have the singer, um, Sean O'Reilly. I'm sorry, the, the uh, comedian's Chloe Driver. If I'm saying these names right. Uh, 5.40 to 6.10, band is Ontario, right? Uh, 6.20 to 6.50, you have a raffle, which that, again, I know we've done some raffles over here that seem like they take an hour and a half, two hours. So <laughs> you have to be very efficient to get everything in in 30 minutes like you're planning. That's going to be awesome. Uh, 7 p.m. to 7.30, singer Sean O'Reilly, 7.40 to 8.10. You guys have got it broken down so well to the minute. Um, the band Reverend Sun, and then parting with the DJs from 8.20 till whenever. Um, till, till they kick us out, yeah. Till they kick you out. How big is this place that you guys are going to be at? Um, it's probably, well, it's it's like an entire basement of a, a club, so I think it's about 200, um, and we think we'll start. We've, we've, we've pretty much sold about 160 tickets, and we know we'll get another 34 on the day, so we're expecting to fill the venue. Wow. Wow. Are you now, do you, is there a situation where you might end up having to turn people away? Is there a limited number or is it just, just pretty much, we'll just pack the place the best we have to. We'll, we'll pack the place because there's like a, there's an outside as well. And from the last time we had an event there, most of the guys kind of stepped, stopped outside smoking the day and it wasn't always 200 in the venue. Um, and we kind of encourage people to come and go because we've got so many guys from different countries come in. Um, that we they, they come and they say right well, we're going to go and look look at the city for two or three hours so people kind of come and go throughout the day as it's such a long event no one really stays there apart from me and a few of us for like the whole 15 hours people come and go get some food and the, the party just keeps going they get a wristband they can come and leave as they please for the day oh cool cool yeah that that's it's kind of like it is it's truly like a, a whole event day like you're going to a um i don't even know like a not really a carnival but yeah it's like a it's just a yeah, big, it's, it's sort of like a festival, but a festival, I mean, the guys come from so far away that it seems kind of um, rude not to let them go and enjoy the city as well, because that's kind of the draw that we get people to come to London is obviously they want to see London as well. So I know the Norwegian guys, they've landed today, so they're in the city somewhere terrorising the city. Then I think the Germans, Finnish and Swedish come in tomorrow. Um, we got a guy called Michael from BV Orlando, he's coming over. Um, I'm not sure what, 307, I'm not sure what they call themselves, but I think he lands tomorrow as well. Um, so yeah, plenty of guys come from all over the place. Friday, we're going to do kind of, um, we fill hip flasks up with whiskey and we go off and do a tourism day around the city. I act as like a guide, just grab the guys as they come in and land. And we just walk around the spots and drink whiskey and just look at the sights. Really. That sounds like my perfect day. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh my gosh. Damn. I'm, now I'm really, now I'm really bumming. Uh, I've got to find a way to get over there to one of these really soon. I finally have my pa- my passport. So I'm looking to, so that's the, that's the first, that's the first issue. Um, can you, can you talk for just a minute about the charities that you're, that this whole weekend is going to be benefiting? Uh, because yes. obviously that's the, that's the goal. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so we, we've worked with Haven House before. That's like a children's hospice um, for sick children in the London area. Uh, we've done events with them before, and we've, we we kind of have a really good relationship with them. Um, they write to us a lot, and they've, they invite us along to go and uh, meet everybody. So it's kind of cool with those. Um, and this year also we're going to have uh, Refuge, which is um, a shelter for uh, domestically abused women. So this is the first time we're working with these guys, but we hope to raise some money for those as well. With all the lockdown and all that kind of thing, domestic abuse has obviously just rocketed for male and female. So it just seemed like a really good uh, charity kind of focus towards us next year. Wow. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so, um, man, I just just a jam-packed weekend full of stuff. And then if um, are you going to be able to sell – could, could, are we going to be able to see maybe Monday after the after the whole weekend's done? If you have any merch left over, are you going to be throwing it out to the rest of the world? Uh, those of us that aren't able to attend. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so that's the plan. Um, as I say, we've we brought two hundred patches of the new style. Um, we'll put some out on our social media so people can see what they look like if you haven't seen them already. Um, and we'll probably have a few left. Um, but if there's like a, such a big uh, um, call for them, then we'll do another run of them. But, um, yeah, I, I, I imagine quite a few will go this weekend, but we don't want to kind of do it so people miss out. Um, oh, yeah. If we do, if, if the first batch go, then we'll look at doing a second batch if people want them. Yeah, yeah. You need to reward those guys, especially the ones that are making the trip. And um, Yeah, the, that, 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 that was the whole kind of plan. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, man, I'm I'm bummed that I can't be there, but I, I can't wait to see. Make sure you're – I'm sure I, I don't have to tell you anything, but uh, make sure you're sharing pictures and – um, videos from the weekend. It's it's always so fun to see, especially when you're at another event that BV's doing. I mean, we actually have that I know of. There's going to be four events going on this weekend, um, and okay. um, of various sizes, and three of which I know uh, will be here in the states. I know that the Central Indiana BVIN chapter will be celebrating their one year or their seven year anniversary. There's the West Coast meet in Seattle, Washington, Knox Villains in Knoxville, Tennessee. You guys are running Villain Fest 5, which seems like you said how many chapters are, are planning on being in attendance there? We think about 17 from 14 countries. Wow. So it should, should, should be a good day. That should be incredible. Those are, those are awesome times. And what I love, the fact that that many countries, that's, we, we may have 17 chapters from, you know, six or seven states because so we have so yeah. many so many in multiple areas but um how, how yeah cool. that, that's just where the geography works really well for us that i mean flying from new york to seattle is what five or six hours if we do that here we're at the other side of moscow so it kind of works really well um it's a bit more expensive for the guys so we we are obviously hugely appreciative of the guys especially after covid where people are still trying to get back on the feet that so many guys are making the effort to come and see us um, and we try and make the effort as a chapter in London. We try and get to as many different countries and meets as we can as a thank you. And we've been doing that for a few years. But yeah, I still need to come to America. Literally, the Seattle meet was one I've been waiting for. And of course, it ended up on the same week weekend as uh, London. But yeah. that's just the way it goes. Do you, do you know, while well, I, I have you on here, do you know if any of your guys uh, or any of the guys in your surrounding chapters are, that you know of are planning on coming over to Chicago in August for the world meet? Um, I'm a possible. Um, I think I've seen about 10 or 15 people. Um, I think at the moment we still have to um, do various COVID things to enter America. So I think that's kind of putting a few people off doing that sort of stuff. Um, I think we need to test when we get there after 48 hours, test before we leave uh, 40 hours. There's a few things that I have to check up on, but as long as that sort of stuff's in place, it kind of puts a few of the guys off. Yeah. But um, August is still a long way away, so hopefully some guys do. 
I mean, guys from the UK, they turn up everywhere. Same with oh. uh, the American guys. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I, I, I love the fact that guys come over here so often, and I feel so bad that I'm not able to reciprocate uh, to go over yeah. there because I, I think it's so unique. Yeah, the, the expense is one thing, but as you said, it's such a unique circumstance that you guys live in over there because whereas we might fly or drive two or three states away for something, that's countries for you guys. And to be able yeah. to have that many, that group of people that we would have that are all from the same country, just different states, you guys have people that do that. And it's, it's different countries that all come together. And what a very cool grouping of people that could be about. I mean, that would be to, 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 to just enjoy at the event. And you're, I mean, all different nationalities and everything. That's just awesome. Oh, and everyone's so different. Like when you get the Swedish and Norwegians come in, they bring the party. There's just certain chapters that come in and, you know, when you hear they're coming, you're like, oh, the hangover's going to be horrendous. But And the Irish the Irish guys are coming, so they're always a good time as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a good time. And hopefully you can come over. But you say you don't uh, come over this way, but obviously you do this podcast, which all of BV listen to, and you, you push the message around. So don't feel like you're not doing anything. Like this is... This is our way we speak to a lot of the BV America as well is through this kind of channel. So no, keep up the good work, mate. Oh no, I appreciate it. I just, I, I just, I want to be able to come over there and just hang out. I'll take a week and just come out and hang out with you guys and just travel. Yeah. And any different chapters. So, well, Danny, thanks so much for taking a little bit of time with me. Um, I know you guys are deep into preparations and you're actually already starting to host some of the people that are in town, as you said. Uh, so you, your babysitting jobs are just now starting. <laughs> so, the, the hangovers are just starting, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, good luck. Um, I won't look to be able to talk to you here during a 2 a.m. call out in the next couple of days because I know that's just not going to be a good idea, so. <laughs> yeah, you do not want to be answering a call if I'm calling you at 2 o'clock in the morning here the next few days. All right, I'll, I'll keep an eye out then. I'll, I'll, I'll hang up on you. All right. You guys take care. Awesome. Have a great time. Great talking to you. Good luck. I hope you guys raise a ton of money. Be safe, but have a, have a blast. Brilliant. Thanks for this, Brian. Cheers, All mate. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. That was Danny. Danny from London talking about Villain Festival. I can only imagine he's probably still awake uh, with a partial hangover uh, right about now (laughs) in the wee hours of the morning over there. Uh, Who knows? Who knows what these guys are up to? But um, thank you so much to all of my guests today. Uh, This is the first time I think I've had three full interviews in one episode, at least for a long time, if it's not the first time, period. Um, So thank you so much to Jason, to Aaron, and to Danny, telling us a little bit about Knox Villains, telling us a little bit about the West Coast meet and Villain Fest 5. Um, It's going to be a great weekend of giving back uh, to charity from a lot of different brothers from all over the world at these events and also the events, uh, the, the, the time that they're going to have in uh, Indianapolis for BVIN's seven-year anniversary. It's just going to be a great BV weekend all around the world. So uh, kudos to all those guys. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh. Feel savage. Feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. 
Go to Pulpo Beard Oils. That's P U L P O BeardOils.com and use the code The Heart of a Villain for a discount on your order. Okay, so thank you guys. If those, if you've been here this entire time, thank you so much for being here live. If you're just listening on a regular podcast platform, I really appreciate you guys. You are the stalwarts. You're the ones that have been around for the longest time since the beginning. 137 previous episodes. This is 138. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to kick right off into our calendar of events for this upcoming several months here, taking us all the way into November. So first up, we have this weekend, the West Coast Meet. Seattle, Washington, brought to you by the West Washington and East Washington Bearded Villain Chapters. Seattle, Washington for the West Coast Meet. Also this weekend, June 10th through the 12th, Knox Villains, Knoxville, Tennessee, hosted by Smoky Mountain Villains, the Smoky Mountain Villains, Knox Villains, always a good time. I will see you there tomorrow, everyone who's being there. Also, June 11th, this Saturday, Villain Fest 5, you heard Danny talking about it a little bit, a jam-packed day, literally a jam-packed day of stuff. BV London is your host, it's at Gigi's Hoxton, Villain Fest 5, this Saturday, June 11th. Then the following week, just next weekend, come on up to Minnesota for the Great Lakes Meet, June 17th and 18th. BV Minnesota is your host. It's in Stillwater, Minnesota. Friday night, they got a meet and greet, beard competition on Saturday. Come on, get up there to Stillwater, Minnesota for the Great Lakes Meet, June 17th and 18th. Then sliding into July. Into July we go for Beards for Bucko. That's across the border up north into Canada, July 8th through the 10th at Fort Erie, Ontario, hosted by the Bearded Villains in Toronto, OSW, and Lakeshore Chapters. Three chapters coming together for an awesome event, Beards for Bucko, July 8th through the 10th. Then we jump back across the water to Ramfest, July 9th, that same weekend. It's hosted by the Blackshire Villains. It's a big event weekend they're planning on. I don't have all the details. Hopefully, I'll get some here soon that I can share with everybody. It's called Ramfest. Blackshire Villains are your host, and it is July 9th. Then the next weekend is Beards and Brews. Beards and Brews. It's an ENC five-year anniversary party hosted by those ENC boys. July 16th for Beards and Brews. Further into July, we talked about their merch a little bit here just a little bit ago. Dog Days of Summer. That's right, the North Georgia Bearded Villains. Dog Days of Summer. They got a meet and greet on the 22nd, Beard Comp on the 23rd. Dog Days of Summer, July 22nd to 23rd. Then July 31st, jumping back across over into England, BV Central England, Kingsbury Family Meet. They have an event called the Kingsbury Family Meet, July 31st. BV Central England is who you need to hit up for further information. Then the big one, boys and girls. The big one, August 5th through the 7th. August 5th through the 7th is the World Meet, hosted by the Chicago Boys, the BVC Boys. August 5th through the 7th in Chicago, Illinois. Packages are out there still available, but you want to get them quickly. August 5th through the 7th, make your plans if you haven't already for the World Meet. It's going to be big. It's going to be bold. It's going to be awesome. World Meet, August 5th through the 7th. Next up, September 9th through the 11th, 
September 9th through the 11th, we have two different events going on here in the United States. I don't know of anybody else that has anything going on, so hopefully I'm not missing something from that weekend anywhere else in the world. But that weekend here in the States, September 9th through the 11th, is Battle of the Beards. Battle of the Beards, hosted by the Southern Indiana Villains, always a great time in Evansville, Indiana, going to Veterans Charities. Battle of the Beards, September 9th through the 11th. That same weekend is Four Corners Meet. That's right, Four Corners Meet. Do your math, or math, do your geography. If you don't know where the Four Corners are, this event's held in Cortez, Colorado. That gives you a hint. <laughs> you didn't know. Four Corners, the Four Corners Meet. It is a brothers-only meet, so don't bring your boyfriends, girlfriends, other well, boyfriends if they're, if they're BV. But don't bring your girlfriends, spouses, parents, children, whatever else. Nobody. Just for brothers. Brothers only. Four Corners meet September 9th through the 11th. Then September 23rd to the 25th, in Baltimore, our brothers, the SOMD tribe, the Beardedville and Southern Maryland boys, are hosting ECM, the East Coast meet. East Coast meet, Baltimore, Maryland. Details forthcoming September 23rd to the 25th. Finally, two events, two events coming up in the month of October. Both of them Halloween themed events. That's right. Halloween themed events where they have Halloween costume contest and beard competitions all rolled into one. Such a great idea. Such a great idea. Two chances to do it, one week apart from each other. No excuses for this. It's always fun to dress up, right? Yeah, of course it is. It's always fun to dress up. Uh, the first of which is October 17th, I believe. October 17th. Well, you know what? Stand by just a second. I missed the uh, Florida Summit, October 14th and 15th. <laughs> the Florida Summit, October 14th and 15th. That same weekend, October 15th is the day for the Rocket City Boys hosting Halloween Bash. Halloween Bash. Details forthcoming on that, but it's down in Alabama for Rocket City's Halloween Bash. Then the next weekend, October 22nd, my chapter up here, Northern Indiana, hosts the return of Ezra Crow. That's right. It's our Halloween costume contest and beard competition, Northern Indiana. Details coming soon. The return of Ezra Crow, hosted by the Beard of Villains, Northern Indiana, October 22nd. So, that's what I've got on the book so far, guys. If for some reason I missed your event, I do apologize. It's not because I tried. It's because you didn't try to get it to me. That's my new moniker. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for passing on the information, those of you who have. And, um, yeah, we'll just take it from there, right? <laughs> well, guys, that is going to wrap up episode 138 of The Heart of a Villain. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins, all that fun stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com, theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Guys, I tell you every week, I want to challenge you to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. The most important words I say every single week, guys, please remember them always. It's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So, guys, for now, have a great night. Enjoy this weekend. Find a BV event around you to go to. If not, do something good for somebody. Have a great weekend. Have a great week ahead. I'll see you next week for episode 139 
For now, guys, take care. Stay safe. From the start to the finish, go hard. And we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard. And we winning is the heart of a villain, is the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard. And we